This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It is time to check in with Claire Newell, the president at Travel Best Bets. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Jill, on this gorgeous sunny day. What a perfect day for us, uh, I guess, to talk travel. But <laughs> even enjoying our own backyard here today feels like a bit of a vacation, I must say. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful, beautiful outside. Uh, we have a topic today, though, that any germaphobes out there, well, they probably already know that traveling exposes us to a lot of germs, but maybe not to the level that uh, is actually on the things we touch when we travel. I know, and we've talked about this before. Um, there, There's no question that when people travel, they often get sick, either coming or going, because of the aircraft. And a lot of people think it's because of the gross recycled air. Um, and that's part of the problem. But today, some of the, the aircraft have amazing systems where they, they filter the air. They're even bringing in fresh air. And, and it, they're amazing. It's the surfaces. And I thought I would just give some perspective because uh, a recent study that was done by Auburn University and the way that they test the surfaces of things is something called CFUs, which means colony forming units. And it really put things in perspective to me because I've always known that the aircraft are quite filthy, but they looked at it from both the airport and the aircraft standpoint, which I, you know, I, I guess I knew, but I didn't, I don't take the, the precautions that I do um, as much as when I'm on the aircraft. So what they they want, just to, the perspective they used was that an average home's countertop has 361 CFUs and the home bathroom doorknob averages about 200 CFUs. But if you are talking about, say, um, the the most contaminated places on a on a plane, the 950,000 CFUs were on the plane's lavatory flush button, uh, 12,000 CFUs on tray tables. And this, you know, and the thing is, is that the, what they're finding is, is that the, the bacteria that they find can survive for as much as, say, three days. And we don't know what people do um, before us when they're on the plane and there can be aircraft that are flying as much as say five times in a day prior to you getting on board if they're short haul flights. And the fact is that an airline can't disinfect all of these areas on a regular basis. They'll clean it, but they can't wipe it down. And when you think about what may be happening, I mean, I've seen a woman change her baby's diaper on a tray table. I've seen that too. It was one of the grossest things I've ever seen on a plane. Me too. And and then we're putting it down and eating on it. So I cannot imagine now. I mean, I always take hand sanitizer and I always take antiseptic wipes. But there is a really good reason to do this now. And I always do the, the tray tables, I the armrests, the window shade. Um, it's the seatbelts. It's the touchscreen uh, entertainment units. But I... I now know more than anything that washing your hands is the single biggest uh, savior for yourself when you're going on a vacation because there's nothing worse than having gone on an aircraft, getting to your destination, and two days later getting sick and spending that time in the bathroom. But it's also the things in the airports, just to keep in mind, you're going to be touching a whole bunch of screens. You're going to be also using bathrooms 
so just make sure that even in the gate area, the armrests there, um, the the bathroom stall locks, the water fountain buttons, all of that thing, all of those things along the way. So it's just, the, I mean, the best thing that you can do is uh, just washing your hands with soap and water and then taking that hand sanitizer and antiseptic wipes. But it's also along the way making sure that you stay hydrated. So bring your own bottle and you can fill it up after security and drink, drink, drink. It's so important to do that. Um, stretch and move in your seat. Even if you can't get up, just rotating your ankles and pulling your knees to your chest. And, and whenever you can, you can, you can get up, but just some movement in flight, especially if it's a long haul flight and then pack some things that will make you comfortable in flight. So, Never use a blanket or a pillow that does not come from a sealed plastic bag unless you bring your own. I really recommend you don't use it. Um, you know what, um, if you're laying and you fall asleep on a pillow, I don't know about you, but, you know, sometimes my eyes water, I might drool a little, whatever it might be. You just don't want somebody else's stuff on your face when you're <laughs> when you're flying and getting off. Um, so earplugs if you are taking off your shoes please keep your socks on again one of the filthiest places is the floor of an aircraft so you don't want to be walking around in bare feet it it's not good for you it's really not good for anyone else that's watching you do it and then bring a second pair of clean socks to put in once you're ready to put your shoes on and get off the aircraft we have talked about um, the fact that there are bugs sometimes on board planes, and it's just horrific to talk about this, but bed bugs and lice have been found. And so if you want to consider a headrest or a seat cover, these days are very inexpensive and more and more people are taking them on board. If you see somebody who's coughing and they happen to be right beside you, take the fan and blow the air away from you. Um, use a little bit of polysporin at the base of your nose to help um, prevent, you know, you getting sick. It just, it, it doesn't, it looks a bit funny when you're doing it, but when it's on, it's clear and it can, it can do a world of wonders. And again, wipes and washing your hands frequently. I, I sound horrible talking about this and I sound like a complete germaphobe, but at home I'm not. But I have been on a lot of vacations where I have either been sick once I've arrived or once I've arrived home. And there's there's nothing worse. And I know what the culprit is. Oh, yeah. Now you and you've also said as well, you cover you take the seat covers and the headrest covers with you when you travel, don't you? I do. I take seat uh, headrest covers. I have been taking them for, for years just because I don't like the fact that there is fabric. And we've done reports. I know that there's been reports on NW and I know that there's been reports on Global where there were flights between Vancouver and London where there were people who were, were bitten by, you know, 30 times by bed bugs on fabric seats. So bed bugs are notorious in travel. And I, I, we've talked about this before, between 35 and 40 percent of bed bug business um, or pest control business in North America. And I would suspect that it would be close worldwide is actually because of bed bugs. So when you're traveling, you can find them in your luggage. My daughter in a hostel got bed bugs in Berlin. And it just it just happens. It doesn't it can happen in five star, it can happen in very budget hostels. But you do have to be careful and people bring them back. And so I do. I do now. Um, the seat cover I've only used once and I did it really quite quickly and discreetly and I sat down and I had my blanket over top of me nobody really noticed that I had it on and 
I just felt a little better. I, I wanted to see what it would look like. And I knew people would say, oh, there's Claire Newell. Oh, look at her putting a bed, but, uh, covering it. But I didn't care. I don't, I actually don't care anymore no. that I look a little bit weird. And I can quite discreetly wipe down everybody's area for, for my family. Nice. And I, and I think it's important. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and thing, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, Jill, one thing that um, often after we talk about this type of thing is that people say to me, through email, where do you get the travel size wipes? So I end up getting, typically they're like wet ones and they come in pink, blue or yellow packages and I get them at any drugstore. They're hanging often or they're in the travel section. But you don't need to be taking a big, huge pack. But I do take ones that have 10 or 15 uh, wipes in them. Often the drugstores have their own brand, but those are what I'm taking. All right. Now that we've uh, told people how to stay clean, wash your hands, let's get people traveling and some great deals. Okay. The first one, people are going to be thinking, oh, why is she talking about a fun destination when it's boiling hot and gorgeous outside? But there are a lot of people who, you know, like to get away after kids go back to school. And there are often deals to be had. So this one is to Los Cabos, Mexico on September the 17th. So it's airfare and seven nights in a uh, four-star beachfront all-inclusive resort. It's called the Rio Santa Fe. A lot of people know it for $495. The taxes are almost the same. They're $450. So $945 per person. But the nice thing about that all-inclusive, even if the weather is good here, you're not cooking. You're not making your bed. You're not doing anything. You're just sitting with a cocktail and enjoying the sun and the sand. So good deals there. The next one I've got is to Kauai, the Garden Island of Hawaii. So November 18th through until December the 10th, already on sale. So we're going to qualify this by saying that it will get more expensive as we get closer to that date. But right now, the advanced bookings are slow because of the volcano. Even though it's not in Kauai, it's in Kona, or the, I mean, it's not in Kona, it's on the big island of Hawaii, um, but $869 if you want to get away for a week in November or early December to Kauai. Taxes are two twenty eight. That works out to ten nine ten ninety seven per person all in. The air alone typically around that time is around seven fifty. So really good buy if you want to add in those seven nights hotel. All right. And uh, Spain is on the list today too. Spain is on the list. Um, it is by far the best value snowbird getaway we have by that i mean a long stay vacation we have them all over the place we have them in portugal we have them in thailand we have them in australia but if you're looking for a getaway good value this one is leaving november 2nd and it's to the costa del sol region which is southern spain and it's airfare 28 nights accommodation and your transfer so that is almost four weeks for 11.49 taxes of 6.60 it works out to 18.09 per person I mean, renting a place in Vancouver is almost the same as that. Mm-hmm. The next one I've got, because um, I don't know if we'll have time for the last one, but is a world cruise. Now, we mentioned this one two weeks ago. It was sold out. We were able to get more space. It is crazy. It has been incredibly popular. So if people want to do this, you'll know a lot of people from BC that are going on this. <laughs> um, but this is a 30-night cruise visit Spain. So it starts in Barcelona, ends in Singapore. And along the way, you visit these countries, Spain, Italy, Greece, 
You go through the Suez Canal and then go to Jordan, which is on my bucket list. I have not seen Petra yet. It is definitely a must-see for me. You go to the UAE, so Dubai, and you're actually there quite a few nights. I think it's either two or three nights you can really explore Dubai. Oman, so you visit Muscat, Oman, and then India, Malaysia, and then ending in Singapore. It's an incredible way to see all of those places, and it's sailing on a brand-new ship by Royal Caribbean called the Spectrum of the Seas, April the 17th. So lots of time to plan because you're gone for 30 nights. But the airfare, 30-night cruise and transfers, including all taxes, is $5,097. It's something, Jill, that I normally see for $18,000. So it's a really, really good deal. We're so proud that we were able to negotiate it. But, you know, it's not going to last forever. We've got some space. We've got about 20 more cabins. So it's a really, you know, it's not not one of those things that's going to be around for a long time. All right. And uh, people can learn more about that and get all of the details uh, on the website. Uh, Claire, yes. thank you so much. Enjoy the sunshine. Thank you too, Jill. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.